Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local, sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce your host of Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. Uh, we have a great show for you today. Uh, I really can't wait to get to it, but I will because we need to hear this message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. And as promised, we have a terrific show for you today. We have with us Don Stefano. She is the president and CEO of Square One. Don, how are you today? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me, George. Okay. Thank you for being with us. Uh, I know you're you're busy. You've got a lot going on. It's that time of year again. Of course, it's busy for you all year long, but especially at this time of year, I imagine. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. We've got a lot we want to talk about today. We want to sure. talk about, uh, I know you've got a new fundraiser coming up. Uh, you've got I want you to tell people about Square One and what you do there. And I want to talk a lot about nonprofits in general. And uh, it's been a long, interesting, I wouldn't say good two years for nonprofits, obviously. And uh, we've been making some adjustments. We're doing some pivoting along the way and learning how to do things better. And uh, those are some of the things that we want to talk about. So for the very few people in our audience who might not know what Square One is and what it's all about, just start by telling us. That's great. So Square One is a larger size nonprofit for this community, and we focus on the early education and care of children. We have approximately 500 children aged 0 to 12 in our care every single day during the work work week. Um, But we also support families, um, and we do so through home visiting services predominantly especially for uh, newer parents of any age and parents of young children, um, making sure parents have the skills and the the knowledge that they need to keep up with their child's development. And we focus on those same developmental goals in our classrooms. So there's a lot of um, uh, partnership and work that we do together between the classroom and home. So children and families, that's, that's kind of where we focus at square one. And you've been doing this now for 10, oh. 20 years, something like that? Uh, 140 years next 40 year. 40 years. Okay, I was off. Since 1883, caring for the children and families of Greater Springfield. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about the, the child care business, the early education business. No one calls it child care anymore. Um, this is a, a business, we call it a business, uh, that was – always important. Uh, It was kind of thrust into the limelight during the pandemic, uh, not only because of the challenges that early education facilities face, but because of the importance. It just came more into focus at that time. Uh, Talk about that a little bit and and talk about how it it may have helped businesses like yours, but uh, I know we're going to segue into the pandemic and what all that was like. Sure. So childcare is obviously a linchpin to any economic growth or recovery phase. Um, People can't go to work if their children don't have a safe and healthy place to go. 
So that care portion of what we do here at Square One um, doesn't escape me. Um, but while we have children in our care and we know that the uh, bulk of brain development happens between the age of zero and three, we do a lot of educating. And so um, one might ask, how would you educate uh, an infant? Well, we know that language development and certainly a reciprocal conversation and social emotional skills in addition to bonding um, is really important. And so um, we take very seriously the care part of our work and also the early education. From a, a business perspective, um, we see ourselves as a member of the business community. Um, I've had folks in my past remind me that um, being a nonprofit is a tax status. It's not a way to do business. So I don't like, um, I don't want to mission myself out of business. Mm -hmm. um, and so I see the work we do at Square One as a great opportunity to secure um, employer partnerships and make it possible for businesses to flourish, um, as well as families and children. Okay, so, so back up just a minute. We, we should sure. have spent a little more time talking about you. Uh, you took over this job. Um, time flies, especially when you're having fun. But this was about 18 months ago now, was it? Or Correct. January 2021. Now you, were, you were with Square One before that. Mm -hmm. uh, just tell us a little bit what you were doing. Uh, you're obviously filling the shoes of uh, a legend in this area, Joan Kagan. Uh, uh, you're doing it quite well from what I understand. So uh, talk a little bit about succession and coming into this job. Sure. Um, well, I had previously spent about 25 years at the YWCA of Western Mass and uh, loved it there, did a lot of great work. And um, I decided it was time to change and have a different community of practice. And uh, Joan Kagan, uh, much as she is for a lot of people, was a mentor of mine even back then. And uh, she convinced me that my skill set in resource development and grant writing in particular and finance management would be a good fit for what she needed at Square One. So it was just a great opportunity to take what um, I had already honed as my craft and my expertise and come join Joan here. I think she immediately recognized that um, my experience and skill set was even more of a match at the time she needed help in her finance department. And so I assumed the role of both grants and resource development, but also the chief financial officer position. And in doing so, Joan and I spent a great deal of time because about six years ago, Square One was in a very precarious position financially, having really um, started to experience the consequences of the gas explosion and the tornado. And so we needed to make some pretty significant business decisions in order for our business to survive. And, you know, what Joan did best she brought on really good people. She built a strong team. And then she joined us at the table and 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 really modeled a shared leadership um, environment, a culture of shared leadership and said, all right, what are we going to do? Um, I will ultimately be responsible, but I need your uh, brains and experience to help make that decision. And um, I'm forever grateful. She's She's an amazing person. So she um, but certainly we didn't make any assumptions. It was very important to me 
that the board engage in the process of succession. Um, I've been quite public about my um, my desire for um, high-level position, executive positions to be posted for people in the community um, to be able to apply so that the agency absolutely gets what they need, the best person. And um, lucky for me, through that process, I, I apparently rose to the top because they offered me the job. Um, but again, I think it was Joan's commitment to doing that due diligence that really allowed us to springboard when I, I took the helm in January, and we really didn't skip a beat. Okay, well, you mentioned the, the tornado and the gas explosion. Those were two incidents, um, one natural, one man-made, that, that hit square one very hard. Uh, those of you not familiar, the tornado took down the headquarters building in downtown Springfield, and the gas explosion took out one of your facilities uh, right around the corner here, right off White Street. So uh, you weren't at the helm for either of those, but you did take over in, I guess we could call that the height of the pandemic. Well, it wasn't really the height of the pandemic, but it was nine months in. And and so you had your own challenge to deal with. And it, it was a challenging time, not just for Square One, but, but all nonprofits. And there's been much said, much written about the challenges faced by businesses during the pandemic. But uh, nonprofits were facing those same challenges and, and additional challenges because nonprofits, uh, obviously, they, they need money to carry out their missions. No, no mission, no, or no profit, no mission. But um, with businesses not able to do what they were doing and a lot of people sidelined, those fundraising events that nonprofits rely on uh, took a real serious hit. And, and a lot of them had to find new and different ways to get through. Some of them got PPP money. Some of them uh, were able to, to do different things instead of what they traditionally do. But talk about that a little bit. We're, we're in a little bit of a better space now, but it but has been a rough 18 months. That was a long question, but I think you know where I'm coming from. Absolutely. Well, I, you know, I, I certainly won't publicly state um, that the pandemic at all uh, was appreciated, but some of the um, maybe unintended um, results from that really heightened the appreciation and awareness for early education and care. I think folks knew they needed child care for their children, um, but until it wasn't available in such a large scale on availability, people, um, the respect and the acknowledgement for that really kind of um, we've welcomed that wave. Um, I will say um, it was an interesting time to take over, but Square One was positioned to be able to, as everyone's saying, pivot and be flexible. Probably the best example of that um, was full day school age remote learning. We had a lot of parents who still had to go into work. Many of our parents at Square One are part of the service industry. They had to go work in those jobs during the pandemic and needed a place for their children to go. And so because I have the best staff in the entire world, um, all of them, 100% of our school-age staff stepped up and said, we'll work full-time, we'll help children get through the school day. Um, and we had fantastic donors. Um, when Chris Allard puts out a note on social media that we need something, our community responds. We needed desks. 
we needed headsets, we needed plastic guards, and our community delivered for us. So I think it's our ability to identify what the problem is, come up with a solution in a in an expedient way, communicate what our needs are quickly, um, and then have the established reputation that folks feel confident giving to Square One, knowing that their hard-earned uh, donation is going to support the needs of our community's most vulnerable children. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really was a collective effort um, to respond. Um, and at the same time, too, the government was actually a partner that sometimes is a an unruly partner, um, but they really stepped up as well. And I think um, some of the policies and regulations that are often um, make it difficult for families to access something like childcare. We were able to change those policies and regulations quite substantially to allow parents to get what they needed. So I, I want to say it was a trifecta of goodness. It was an agency that knew what it needed to do, and then it knew how to to access the community to help us. And we had government and legislative partners that stepped up and did their part. And so. I don't ever want to live through a pandemic again, but any crisis that comes our way, um, if it had that type of collaboration, um, is just stellar. Okay. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking with Don DeStefano. She is the president and CEO of Square One. Uh, We've been talking about her agency, what it does and how it does it. Uh, we've also been talking about the pandemic and how, as she said, it uh, brought attention to early childhood education, uh, the importance of it, uh, the importance of funding it, uh, and all of these things, and um, kind of shift gears a little bit. Uh, the pandemic, like I said, uh, it uh, impacted all nonprofits from a fundraising perspective. Uh, you weren't out in front of people the way you were traditionally out in front of them, some of your fundraisers had to get put on the shelf and done remotely, which is fine, not like it uh, was in the old days. But uh, and it had a lot of uh, nonprofits uh, digging deep and finding new and different ways to connect and raise money. And uh, which brings us now, you've got a new fundraiser you've got coming up this fall, which tell us a little bit about it. This is all about cookies, one of my favorite subjects. Oh, cookies there. and uh, milk yes. and dunking and um, just enjoying sweets and enjoying the company of others. Um, I think we have square one stayed open through the pandemic. I think we were closed um, by the state for a couple of weeks, but the day we could open, we reopened June 29th in 2020. Um, we know the value of being together. And so this fundraiser on Thursday, October 2nd, which is our slam dunk cookie event, Um, is really bringing together local experts in cookie making um, and just um, enjoying the company of being together while raising funds for Square One. Um, In the past, we had our Square One tea. That was sort of our signature October event. Um, And we decided that it had run its course and so celebrated our 15th Square One tea while enjoying the retirement celebration for Joan Kagan. So it was a good way to sunset our much beloved Square One Tea and um, try out the cookies and milk event. It should be a really fun time. 
Well, fundraisers are sometimes a tradition. Uh, we, we keep doing them uh, for years, but there's always that challenge of finding something new and different and deciding just when something has run a course. This is a challenge for you know, every nonprofit out there. The golf tournament has been the staple for many for years. Coming up with a new idea, uh, like I said, can be difficult. That's, that's mm -hmm. why people stay with the old one for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, it beats the alternative of finding something new and different. How did this come about? Well, I think, um, you know, Square One relies um, most heavily on our wonderful staff, but we also have a, a very engaged board of directors. And so we have a development committee made up of both community members and board of directors members, and they really put their heads together and said, we need some sort of event um, this fall. And folks really wanted to embrace the notion of some sort of laid back, a, an event where people aren't necessarily getting dressed up or having to take any undue efforts to go to this, sort of that childlike, child-friendly event. Every adult, I'm sure, loves cookies and milk. Um, I think we've got some adult beverages as well to go with those cookies. So for folks that are looking for a more adult event, uh, we've got you covered. Um, but you're right, George, it's not easy. Uh, we started uh, with the help of some friends with our derby party that we've really come to enjoy every spring and had a wonderful showing this year. Uh, but we've also truly enjoyed um, and reaped the benefits of other groups doing things like a golf tournament. Uh, my, my friend, Dr. Fred Kardashian out of Munson, had a golf tournament in September called Feed the Kids. And it was spoke, I mean, August, it's called Feed the Kids. And so mm -hmm. Square One shows up in volunteers, but Feed the Kids as a group is the one that really did all of the work for the golf tournament. So that's also really helpful too. When folks have a good idea, we're happy to be that charitable partner mm -hmm. um, providing volunteers, <coughs> but it makes it makes it that much easier for us because um, we're not managing the entire event. Okay. All right. So good luck with your cookie event. And where is that again? And when? That is at the basketball hall of fame on okay. Thursday, October 6th. Okay. And people can find out more information on your website. I assume. Yes, you can. Okay. All right. Well, Good luck with your event. Uh, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. We'll have you back on soon to talk about uh, how cookies went and, and more about uh, Square One. I would love that, George. Thank you okay. so much. Oh, thank you. And thank you to all of you for listening. Uh, this has been Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.